Hello? Sorry. Hello? Now I've got Wait, to remember what, what are we doing again? Hello? So. Hello? What are we doing again? Hello? Wait. Wait. Wait, what are we doing? Wait. Oh, I don't know. That's all right. <laughs> oh. Anything goes. Oh, anything goes. I love it so much. Let it, let's get right up in that lap, Chloe. Ooh, yeah. Recording in progress. How are you? Recording in progress. Yes, this call may be recorded for quality and coaching purposes. <laughs> That's why? uncanny. You sound exactly like her. Why are we doing a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, love. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, good. How are you? Did I just ask I'm that? I'm good. I'm good. I have, I have dinner in the oven. It's going to be about 20 minutes. Oh, all right. So. Well, we, well, we, you know, we're dying to know what you're having for dinner. Um, <laughs> tonight I'm having pasta bake. Oh, nice. I made fried rice tonight. I needed to, um, um, I just needed to use up some food before Max comes on the weekend. So I was like, um, what am I saying? Oh, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> um. <laughs> well, we, we both have that, you know, um, that situation of having to cook for little ones, which means not, well, not that little, yeah. but, you know, like I find it really annoying and boring. I'm cooking so much kids' food. I really wish that I was able to make more adventurous dinners, but they won't eat it if I do, so. Yeah, exactly. Well, my problem is that basically, I was going to make myself a curry and the curry was going to last me for four or five days. And now Max comes in about three days. And so that curry's never going to get eaten. And so oh, I have to then do a refit where I was like, well, I've got the chicken, I've got the pasta and everything else. And I just need to now turn it into something else. So Abracadabra. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. I was reading about exactly. the origins of the word abracadabra. It's really interesting. Um, I've forgotten really? that now, yeah. but it is really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is rocking. This podcast is so informative. <laughs> I think you could probably just skip all of your SWAT vac and just listen to us rabbit on about things. <laughs> I'll try. I, 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 will, yeah. I would promise one thing, though, which is that I try not to be deliberately incorrect or misleading. I, I do really try. It always stuns me that people are so willing to lie about things. I don't understand. Yeah. I feel so innocent yeah, when I say that, but oh, that's the truth. I've already had a good day though because um, BTS did a V Live and that was awesome. And I managed to catch oh, it because well. I follow enough BTS Army people on Twitter that they they go BTS alive, and I go, oh good, I didn't know, and off I go. Because um, <laughs> they've actually broken awesome. uh, a. A world record. Uh, Butter is the first single since the history of the Billboard Hot 100 to be a at number one for five weeks in a row. No, no, Billboard. The Billboard Hot 100, oh, right. like, okay. like Billboard. Oh, like, yeah. oh, you mean like Billboard Korea, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anya. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, South Korea. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> oh, dear. But, <sighs> but, yeah, that's amazing. That's really cool. I thought it was. You know, I, re- I realise yeah. that they're horrifically popular, and that kind of freaks me out, but I love them so much I kind of don't mind that they're hugely popular. I can, ha- I can handle it. 
I know where I fit in in the whole schematic. I've given up about trying to trying to be cool, trying to like stuff that's in like and trying not trying to stay clear of things that are populist. Well, part of because I think that if it if it if it's good, it's good. I kind of was I held on to that freak flag when I was younger. Like, oh no. Nah. No, man, it's commercial pap. It's bullshit. Nah, man. I felt like I was nah. always hiding my, my love of much commercial pop music when I, when I was in community radio because it's not very cool. If you're an indie kid, you're not even supposed to listen to it once seven people have heard of that band. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> then the now, record. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm really into, um, what am I really into? I'm really into uh, Fleetwood Fleet <laughs> Mac. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. Oh my God, they've had a real resurgence. Yeah. That cranberry juice guy. Wow. Yeah. I really exactly. loved that video. I did actually seek it out and find it. There's lots yeah, of really good music in that TV show that you um, suggested and reminded me to watch several times before I started watching it. And now I have to go, yes. Oh my God. Search Party on Stan with Alia Shawcat. Yeah. John Reynolds, yeah. John Early, and that lovely Meredith, is it Hagnar? Hag- She's the one who I recognised from, I mean, I'm, I recognised her from an episode of Younger. She's uh, in one episode of Younger, and she's very funny. All right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's such a good show. It's such a bloody good show. And the music like, supervision is excellent. Like, Brienne Rose has done the music yeah. supervision, and she's done a great job. Yeah. That's, my That's what job. I would love. That would be like a good dream. Yeah. I'd do that in a <laughs> Did you just say the same thing? <laughs> I was about to say that would be my dream job. Especially like if I was like, I think I said it before, like a dream job would be like um, kind of being the curator of the soundtrack to a Grand Theft Auto game. Oh, like, that would be good. Getting to pick all the radio stations and stuff. Like I have been introduced to so much music through those games. Like, which is just phenomenal. Like, you know, just not even giving a, um, giving an artist their due. And then I'm suddenly driving around, gunning down cops, listening to this song and going, this song is so good. (laughs) Um. (laughs) I was thinking about, um, just, you reminded me of this video game. And I don't know if you're familiar with the film Hackers. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I watched I mean, Hackers many times. I have that soundtrack. I, I personally get a lot yeah. out of it. I know it's not perfect, but it's lots of fun. I like Matthew Lillard. Oh, yeah. I think he does a great job. Um, yeah. But there's you a, like him? Have you watched them? Have you watched Good Girls? Uh, good. What did you say? Good Girls. Good Girls is on Netflix. So it's got him. No, I've seen The Good Girl, but that's Jennifer Aniston. That's not what you mean. That's good Girls, yeah. no. Yeah. But just oh, it's so in, yes, no. there's this bit in Hackers where Angelina Jolie's character is playing on this huge screen in a video arcade place, this um, hovering racing game, um, yeah. Wipeout. And I have tried oh, yeah, so hard right to back. find the original copy of that Wipeout, but also the soundtrack was amazing. The soundtrack, it was the first time I'd ever seen a video game with a soundtrack CD, and I was like, oh, I still want it. It's on my wish list, you know. It's um, yeah. It's one of my Infinity Stones, I think, that one. <laughs> For sure. Like, you mean, sorry, oh. to, find, to find, you mean the game or the soundtrack? Or like- Both, actually. I would really like the game yeah. and a console that can play it, but also I want that disc of just the music. Mind you, you get to hear the music, but it was actually a really beautiful game to play because when you are hovering, yeah. 
it was really about speed and and grace, whereas I don't like car yeah. racing games, which are more about crashing and like physical assault yeah. and like. My um introduction to Wipeout was basically it was peak rave culture nineties. <laughs> everyone's coming down from the night before, but no one's asleep, and so it's like the sun is coming up and everyone's just wide-eyed playing rounds and rounds of Wipeout. <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was the game was almost designed. For that. <laughs> so, it was like that, that was its peak demographic was pilled up ravers like in fluffy gators with and, no uh, serotonin left. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, mm. wearing some big thick goggles. Oh my god, and fluffy <laughs> pants, huge fluffy pants. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't get into that. I was I was a bit of a punky goth at that time, so I I did have some furry stuff. Like I'm, I'm in, I remember buying yeah. some coloured fur and making some things. I remember like um, it was sort of weird because you couldn't really stay in your in, in Adelaide. You couldn't really stay in your lane. Like no, I remember no, you had to learn because there weren't really enough well. people in to make a whole subculture. So. <laughs> exactly. You exactly. actually couldn't. You're like remember. we didn't have a quorum, no matter what we did. Yeah. So there's yeah. the rockabilly, there's the punk, there's the goth. <laughs> Okay, what are we having for tea? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I remember, like, um, Batters put it really well, my friend. I might give to part of Batters. Batters um, he said to me, he said, oh, Adelaide's too small. What will happen is you'll be hanging out with your punk crew and then you fall over and you stand up and you're suddenly in the rave crew. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and basically, you know, you can't, you can't get, get, I mean, the the scenes and those respective scenes were almost interchangeable because yeah I was a young like a young kind of well what would you call it? I guess it was grungy I think you were like, like you were a, a bit of a kind of punk semi crusty but more like more like um, yeah I mean you were you were part of that performance poetry people who had like had great yeah. style but quirky you know like. I remember yeah. you had a very. It was a real. Um, I guess because we all hang out with the bedroom, it was just a real focus. I wish I'd met them more. Like yeah. I love. They are such a hugely important group of people to me, but I don't really know them personally. Like, yeah. oh, I've got a bit of a relationship with them, um, but that's developed after the fact, really. I suppose. I love, yeah, I, for I sure. still adore that music, though. I still listen. And Kirsty Steguazzi. Yeah. I got in touch with her, yeah. her somehow. I can't remember. Like, just maybe I sent her a message and. She sent me all of her recordings, like a Dropbox. Oh, no way. I was just, oh, I've got them all. That's oh, my God. And like, That's amazing. the war starts now. <laughs> She's just <laughs> so good. And I said to her that one of my favourite songs ever was her song, Arachnid with Strings. And I was just like, I was, you know, it's still one of my absolute favourite songs. And um, Yeah, right. Yeah, it was really great to tell her. Actually, she was hugely important to a lot of us, I think, in, in Adelaide. Yeah, and, well, there was kind of that, you know, She'd been making music for over 10 years and then suddenly she had a solo, like, sign she'd signed to Mushroom or one of those small... Something happened. She got signed, Mushroom satellite label and she got lots of kind of label backing, but it was something that just never really picked up for her. So... Well, until Nirvana, I don't think people were very adventurous. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I was just saying, until Nirvana, I don't think people were very adventurous with the signing of people and the promoting of people. But what did you think? Yeah. 
Oh, I just said I'm not sure whether we should even talk about this on the podcast. Oh, really? Oh, no, okay. then that's not. I don't know. I feel self-conscious about us talking about a friend, a friend. But, but, no, the, but these people weren't my friends. So the fact that, I mean, I was okay, really okay. impressed that they were, that they were people that you knew. Um, that's yeah, yeah. play at a show that I put on. We were talking about my, the, the, the shows that I had. Cause I like organizing things and, um, I always wanted to be, you know, like the best way to get into a VIP room is to run the whole event. <laughs> <laughs> no right. one gets like giving you out of that room. The best, get, <laughs> the best way to get stage, stage time is to run your own comedy. <laughs> oh my God. And, um, even though this might not necessarily be the timing, I was going to talk to you about this because like, how do we deal with things that are happening if we, um, maybe, do a get a couple in the bank, you know, like is it okay to yeah. talk as though it's all happening right now? Like it's all on for young and old right now. Yeah, I guess. So well, we can sort of say I mean we can sort of say, well by the time this comes out, I or Yeah, cool. What exactly are you meaning? Well that's what exactly what about? I mean. Like um so I would, you know, like to say if this was going to air right now, like if this was um not being recorded, which I think is a very important safety net. <laughs> anything yeah of course um although i do just i do just know even with the instagram stuff like i freeform for sure but like um i do yeah. record it and if it's crap i don't upload it which will give you an idea of some of the stuff i don't upload <laughs> yeah right yeah. yeah but anyway like we was like you have started gag sabbath yes i have i have i was actually just booking my feature act for um well, it's going to be for August now because they couldn't do it in July. But so, what's the structure of Gag Sabbath like? I've opened my own. Sorry, listeners, I've opened my own comedy. Sorry, called Gag Sabbath. Sorry for <laughs> opening her own comedy club night. <laughs> Don't apologise <laughs> for that. I know it's just that what I meant was that what I meant was that we just sort of launched into it as if they kind of knew what I was talking about. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, I think the uh, I think the wait. What are we doing, audience? is down with that. I, I have to say I believe in yeah. I believe in your random and um uh polymathic interests. Yep, yeah. you're all good with us. So Chloe's talking about something that's happening. And it's real. <laughs> and you and you had your first oh see then it gets Yeah. Yeah yeah. We had our first night last week and um last Thursday Thursday the twenty sixth or what? No, 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 no. No, I don't Thursday think no specific dates. It was oh my god, it's just what it's just last was last month. <laughs> and um oh, no, but mine. And um it's awesome. It was great. We like the the crowd were tiny but mighty is my favorite thing to say. Oh small but perfectly people. formed. Yes, that's right, exactly, yeah. exactly. But the energy was amazing. Like a good dinner everyone party. gave Exactly. Gave everyone gave so much of themselves, and like the audience included, where it was just magic. Every every act killed. My my feature headliner did such an amazing job. I said, the minimum you can do, because I want to make it a room where people get to spread their wings and um, try something they maybe haven't tried before. So I let my friend Rob headline or feature because he's only done it once or twice. And so I said, I want you to do twenty minutes minimum. But if you go for longer, that's totally up to you. And he ended up doing like 45 minutes. Oh my god, that's so great! Um, I was, and he just yeah. it was so amazing. It's so so funny. There were just mul- 
multiple people with tears in their eyes, like laughing so hard. Tears in their eyes and blood on the floor. Now, calling him my friend Rob, I'm, I'm, I don't think I could find him in a crowd. <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob Braslin is his name. Rob Braslin. Yeah. He sounds like he possibly might have married Brooke Shields. <laughs> That's why I'm getting. No, their children would be Braslin Shields. Like Josh Brolin right? vibes off that name, you know. Okay, yeah, right, fair enough. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, you had some other people on the on the lineup too. What? That? Well, he was uh, he was your um your tent pole. Yeah. So who else was a peg right. in the ground? <laughs> yeah, I was I was hosting, <laughs> and so that was kind of fun. So I got to spread my wings and host a bit because I haven't done that much. But then my friend Kevin didn't you MC uh, the Winterfest? I know you did was at that? least one. I got you to MC something. What was that? You might have. You did. I remember that though. Hmm. Yeah, I remember you got me to perform. No, no, it was MCing. But, yeah, I thought I, I knew MCing. you'd be a, anyway. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You. That's <laughs> all right. Wait. All right. What are we doing? Um, and yeah, so my friend Kevin was on, and then my friend Amanda and Hamish Levis, and um. So I'm beginning to think having oh, the first friend, name my yes, friend is probably good. Award-nominated comedian Claire Sullivan. Um, she was nominated for the Golden Giver Award at the Melbourne Comedy Festival just oh, sorry, the Golden this what? year. And um, what's that? The Golden what? <laughs> it's the Golden Gibbo. Gibbo. It was named. Yeah, it was named after the late comedian Linda Gibson. Oh, I don't think I've heard and, of her. Um, yeah, I'm not on the world though. Yeah, she. Passed away probably early, early mid 2000s. But, um, she, I mean, she was a pretty much a staple. Like, she did a show with Judith Lucy and Denise Scott called Comedy's Not Pretty. And, um, she was in, she was in that show, Let the Blood Run Free. I loved it. Do you remember that show? Like, um, Let the, Bro- Let the Blood Run Free was this wacky improvised, um, hospital drama. <laughs> the blood where, run free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Title for Arsenal and, um, drama. I love it. Yeah, it was had in um, you know, Brian and a bunch of other people. But if you watch some very, if you watch like late season episodes of Frontline, like like season three, the final season of Frontline, she plays Trish, the um, the the station publicist. Um, but yeah, like she was always into taking risks, much love, loved, and very yep. beloved, and they created it. They created an award in her honor, Aww. which is to honor or to, um, to award, uh, shows that were very independent. They might not be the most, um, successful, but they really pushed a spirit of independence and they pushed a real, like a, a kind of pushing an envelope. So Claire did this amazing experimental show called Toast Rat that was part stand up, part of the theater. Um, surrealist whimsy <laughs> and um yeah she was nominated for the, that award so she did a spot at my um venue i know she was so awesome because she just the front row was empty because the audiences are like that they don't want to sit up front <laughs> and um so she just stood on the chairs on the front row just totally took hold of the space and said well if you're not going to sit here i'm just going to come here <laughs> so, comedy she was just awesome and just great and um And when's the next one? Like when like how often is it? And like 
Once a month. Once a month. Oh, that's Good old nice. fashioned Hobart. Okay. Are you recording so it? Like, have you set up a static camera at least once? No, well, a few people recorded their set for the first one. But we'll probably record a little bit. I think you should record one. all of it for the people who don't have someone there to stand there and record it on someone else's phone or just. Yeah, just, sorry, like, I um, wish I'd recorded. I wish I had re- had recordings of pretty much everything I've ever done. I've got most. I've got a lot of yeah. it, but there are some things that you know, like historically, either didn't record or I didn't think of it, or yeah, or right, lost, yeah, for or sure. the original media has been destroyed. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, people showed up. Well, people turned up on social media the next day, going well, with photos of, you, of each other, and I hadn't even remembered to photograph all the ads <laughs> or anything like that. So I felt terrible. Janelle, my friend Sally yeah, Rose. Janelle, I think you need to go to the next one and help help Chloe. Yeah, Janelle, thanks, Janelle. Yeah, do the door for you, <laughs> and, and then she'll record everything. Janelle's such a superstar. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> hey, um, so I have to get my dinner out of the oven, so we'll pause for a sec, or you can make some TV. I, I, I will actually pause, and I know we will come back when you, when you, um, have baked right, I'll be pasta. Back come back when you're baked, <laughs> darling. <laughs> pause. I'm going to resume the recording because I find the sound of Chloe banging pots and pans in her kitchen very comforting and soothing. So lovely to be doing this. I adore Chloe. I really do. I've been friends for such a long time, and that that friendship's really kind of grown and developed. It's great. She does the most amazing comedy too. Like I love comedy anyway, but wow, she's in it. She's like in the zone and in the bubble and in the. It's great. <laughs> so proud of her. I did the sound for one of her shows once. And uh, it actually had lots of Black Sabbath in it. And she made me a mixtape once. And um, it was called Metal is for Miss H. And it was awesome. Like, heavy metal is one of those things that Chloe and I have in common. What well, One thing we don't have in common that is unique to Chloe is horror. I can't do horror horror movies, but I like space westerns. So we watch Firefly and Star Wars and stuff. We've got all that in common. But then she likes the zombie horror. <laughs> so I just go, ah can't handle them. I was catching up on Miss Birthdays on Facebook and I got this song from Wine Country stuck in my head. Happy, happy birthday, it's your special day, have a slice of pizza, what's your favourite way? Hey! Mushroom and peppers! Actually, I might pause it again. Are you talking to yourself? I love talking to myself. <laughs> well, I'm just rambling oh, on about about do. us and how how long you know, just scrabbling on really. <laughs> and now you're back. It's much nicer. Were you recording the the your rambling? Well, I was. I turned the recording back on to get the sound of your kitchen maneuvers because it was just really like nice, pleasant. <laughs> Hearing me. <laughs> Wrestle and pull out. I pulled out the, I pulled out the pasta bake, and, and you could probably hear me go, nice. <laughs> no, you've got to say those things loud. <laughs> okay. Do I recreate it? So now I'm gonna blow. Now I'm gonna be blowing on my food and eating, but we'll like you know we'll work around that. It is so. totally fine. Because we have no rules, and even if we did have rules, we wouldn't play by them. 
Exactly. There was a great article about Belinda Carlisle and her punk roots in the Guardian. Talking about like, yeah, like it was such an amazing story about how hard it was for them to get like promoted, even though they had this huge audience. And I was thinking that was interesting. She was a drummer in the in the Germs. Yeah. Was she? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, that's where the Germs fit in because I know there's the Slits. And then there's, I mean, yeah. 10, is it 10, 15 years later, you've got all the Riot Girl stuff, like Bikini Kill. Yeah. And is it Slater Kinney? They come in sort of around the t- the end of that, don't they? Mm. I remember Slater Kinney yeah. around, um, like. Slater Kinney. Slater? Yeah, Slater? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's yeah, got an Slater. E and an A. No, um, no clues. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Brownstein from Portlandia is in Sleater Kinney. Um, oh, major crush. Huge girl crush on her. She is pretty adorable. I love but, that video that I showed you when you were here for Melbourne Comedy, that one, um, Cities to Love. That's great. <laughs> so good. I should buy that song. That was amazing. I loved that. <laughs> we'll have a YouTube party. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so should we try to push this one out to 45 minutes or should we? Yeah. Oh. That's fine. Let's do it. But um, where was I going with all that? I don't know. <laughs> My amplifier is on the fritz. I hate it. I bought this beautiful um Yamaha CA series, like, stereo amplifier that um, – has this must have something loose inside it because when I turn it on in the mornings I have to wait for it to warm up. Oh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and like it would do this, do this weird thing where it makes this when it's about to turn over it does this weird kind of it goes click and then it starts. <laughs> but lately I've been leaving it on for up to an hour and um and either it won't come on at all or it just comes on randomly after I leave it on, for, but it's taking too long. Yeah, I need to get an amplifier. And it's breaking my heart because <laughs> it's such a beautiful stereo. <laughs> I'm breaking my heart. Yeah. I rewatched View from the Top. Oh, wow, okay, just cool. I've never seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it. I love it. Like, it was one of those movies that was available for hire when I – I think I was working in the video store and I watched it then, but it's actually, it's got yeah. great people in it. And it's, I mean, I feel, I feel really self-conscious defending it because I'm not sure if it's a good film. I don't know, but I love it, you know, <laughs> I love yeah. it. So I'm protective of it, but I can't, I'm not sure if I could defend it to anybody else. Oh my God. I've just noticed that right here, I've got a copy of the night manager, the Olivia Coleman thing. Your friends lent it to me. Oh, wow. I have to watch that. John, Tom Hiddleston, Hugh Laurie, and Olivia Coleman. Oh, she's good. I think she won something for it. I think she win. Yeah, she yeah nominated right. for something. Anyway, it's supposed to be amazing, so I do want to watch that. Yeah. What was it I was thinking about? I mean, that's like, you know, there's this movie from the 80s, which I adore, and I, I think I only adore it because I'm a comedian. I think other people would find it just terrible. But um, we can <laughs> it's called Punchline. Oh. Called, <laughs> Sorry. With um, Tom Hanks and Sally Field. Have you seen it? No, I haven't actually. I like early Tom Hanks films. I do. 
Yeah, this is like post splash pre um post B Forest Gump. Yeah, yeah, that's the era I like, <laughs> yeah. like Money Pit and um uh I loved Splash. I thought he was great in that. Yeah, it's really cool, right? I was so young when that film came out. I remember <laughs> going, oh, that's that a mermaid! Wow. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, Tom Hanks plays this uh, budding stand-up comedian, um, and he's obviously trying to uh, make his way through medical school as well. So he's kind of got these two worlds pulling him in opposite directions. Plus, he's battling with depression, which is kind of interesting. So that he meets Sally Field, who's this dowdy housewife who is just compelled to perform stand-up. And just, um, they, they form a weird friendship that's kind of like, um, well, they have, a rom- like, they have a romantic friendship, you know, so they don't bonk, but they like, you know, they actually find an affinity for each other and she's in this very loveless kind of awful marriage. She's married to John Goodman. <laughs> oh. And, um, you know, and so she's having to, you know, hot keep her comedy a secret from her um, overbearing husband. Um, oh, and, it's and it's just really sweet. And it has like all these um people from the LA, from the Los Angeles comedy scene in the mid eighties that. Oh, that LA. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> they would never like you know you've seen their faces but you don't know their names and stuff like that. It's just great. I loved it. And you know, but. I watched it, I rewatched it recently and I'm like, I only like this because I'm a queen. I think none of my friends will put up a question. I'll watch it. I'll watch it with you. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I like Sally Field and um yeah, I I I've got her autobiography somewhere. Yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. She's an interesting character actually, Sally Field, because she was in this amazing film that I loved with Robert Downey Jr. Um, called Soap Dish, which was all about oh, right. and Kevin Klein was in it. And Elizabeth Shue, who I think is so underrated. I love this other Elizabeth Shue film. Uh, it was called A Night on the Town when it came out here, but now it's called Adventures in Babysitting. And it was one of the only films I've ever seen that also has that girl who was in Kindergarten Cop. Right. It also oh, had wow. the love interest in the Rudy Giuliani biopic with John, oh no, that weird guy who's um in Entourage, James Woods. James Woods is really oh, so bad. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Colbert got stuck into it once, I think, and it was just really funny. Maybe oh, no, awesome. oh, God, don't trust me there. I might be, I might be making that up. I did happen to see it somehow. Um. I'm just going to get myself a drink. Oh, Hang that's a, a great idea. I want to refill my water. I'll pause the recording. Janelle, can you pause the recording? Okay. Thank you. So I hear noises. Oh, I heard noises of you coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, does the recording just know I'm in the room? <laughs> no, it's me. It's me. The control freak at the controls. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But, um, um, I don't know why, but that reminds me. There's this adorable Instagram account, and I I'd like to recommend it to you. It's a, yeah. it's a wombat called Brindabella the wombat, and it's it's like right up, it's like the Australian chunk, the groundhog. You know, like it's so good, and it's so cute. And it's, not yeah, like, right. it's not like full of flashy edits. It's just literally these wombats being adorable. <laughs> it's so cute. 
That's amazing. Oh, it's really good. I'll tag you in it one time and then you can follow it. It's really good. Oh, I was thinking, like, if people did want to follow us on Instagram, that's um, probably not a bad idea. I'm um, uh, anesthete, mm-hmm. like anesthetic, but anesthete, a pun on, you know, painkillers and beauty. And um, yeah. you are at Chloe Black Comedy. That's right. All, all one word. All one word. Actually, that would make a great username, all one word. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's the username? What is that? Was that you that told me that they met someone who had um, they had their um, email address was username? Oh, that was me. So, oh. <laughs> like, like when I like when the internet was quite nascent, um, I thought. No one else is going to be called Hermione. Little did I know. And then sort of gradually, like, people took the username on various places and I was like, oh, shit, you know, I better be quicker than this. But, nah, you can't beat Harry Potter fans. Um, and I yeah. ended up with your name is not available at yahoo.com. <laughs> but I don't – it's not working anymore. I don't know how to log into it, but I thought that was That's great. hilarious. <laughs> that sounds so good. Because <laughs> you can never <laughs> find – you know how they make those sort of cheesy, like, door – door signs for kids' yeah. rooms and you can really track the weird spellings that are out there and popular by these signs. It's like, you know, Jaden and Hunter and Axel and Mia and, you know, like you can tell what's popular and it's never. But you could also tell, like, who was who was really late to the party with their email because it would be like, um, <laughs> you know, like John 17368522. <laughs> 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 you know, like. Totally. <laughs> You know, yeah, and then it would be even be, you know, um, you know, it's so frustrating because it's always like someone has either picked your name or picked the cool name you've always kept in your back pocket. Yeah. Like, you know. I hate that. That's why I always end up putting 666 next to things because I kind of go, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no one else has picked. I think I probably have, I mean, I have my Twitter handle is um, Evil Chloe Black. <laughs> And that's only because Chloe Black was taken. I didn't want to have like, that reminds Chloe me that, Black. Six, seven, who did that album five, that eight, was called Six Six Seven Neighbor <laughs> of the Beast? Was that the Dead Kennedys or Jello Biafra? Or <laughs> I don't know because it was a band in Adelaide, capital F, that had a BP that was called. That. Oh, maybe that's what I had. But I don't think it's been that that original idea actually. So yeah, I love that. I thought that was so clever. The idea of being the neighbor of the beast is just so cute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Will you keep it down over there, Satan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a Sabbath. We're going to say. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, um, you just did that thing where you sighed up a laugh. Well, it's better than snort laughing. When a laugh sneaks up on me, I do this big snort when I wasn't expecting to laugh and I find something really funny and I go, oh, snort laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, though, you remember, like, that was one of our things we found over World Church Net because you were telling me, you know, listen, 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 when people stop laughing, they all go do this thing where they laugh and there's a pause and then they go. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, that's gorgeous. <laughs> so if you go like that, you go, <laughs> maybe that's the sound that really really should motivate people like not just the laugh but the ah, at the end that's so sweet that's so sweet when Mm. people do that 
I don't really subscribe to that idea that in order to be, you know, cool and acceptable, you've got to be all tough and cold. I just, I don't like that idea, so I don't do it. Pox on that noise. A pox on that so, what? Uh, a pox on that noise. Oh, yes. On both yeah. your noises. <laughs> <laughs> a pox on both your noises. <laughs> yeah. Screw you and the noise you wrote here. <laughs> You're going to have to tie your noise up at the front. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's got a, the hitching post. Just leave the noise outside. <laughs> <laughs> no thongs, no no shirt, no service. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a great time. Like, so, you know, no shoes, no shirt, no sort, like, um, no thongs, no noise. <laughs> Won't somebody think of the napping old ladies? Yeah. Won't somebody finally think of those poor people? <laughs> I am. I'm. Okay. I'm heading heading towards being a, a napping old lady. I'm, you know, getting a jump start on it. Figure I really want to perfect hone my craft. Oh yeah, right. I napped today. <laughs> Before I sleep through the Olympics. I am. Um... I actually been having a few naps of late. It's been lovely, <laughs> but I, you know, like um, I um, 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 put the heater on, curled up in a fetal position on the couch, and <laughs> just dozed right up. <laughs> I mean, like, how lame is that though? Don't go and find a blanket. Just turn the heater up. <laughs> That's a lovely right. feeling though. It, like I love a really warm room in the winter much more than I like a cool room in the summer. Like it's a relief. That's nice, but there's something so cozy about the heater and the, you know, yeah, boots exactly. and cardigans and stuff. Although I'm a bit, I wouldn't mind just feeling really warm for a while. Just for yeah. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's quite hard. Yeah. So there's a thing about like that's why winter is a little bit better than summer because summer is more work. Yeah, and summer is, is <laughs> a summer abusive is like, partner. I think winter's more like, you know, love the one you're with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, winter is like, it, it takes more effort to get cooler in summer. Than yeah, it and it's all, it all feels like wasted energy, and it's all going to be ruined the minute you go outside or, like, and for being from Adelaide, those hot winds, you know, those incredibly hot winds where, I mean, in mm. Melbourne – the weather will change after a few days and you don't have to sort of ride out such a long hot spell. But Adelaide, oh, nine days over 35, not uncommon in our summers. Yeah. I remember having cold showers like every 20 minutes. Oh, every yeah. 30 minutes. And the face washes, wet flannel. And drip dry, drip, yeah, drip drying, like just out of the shower, but, but you don't even tell. No, because that's the bit that's good, <laughs> sitting in front of the fan just out of the shower. But I did find that after a while, as I got a bit older, I had to apply a lot of moisturiser to really get the most out of that experience because otherwise you, you sort of feel like a dried leaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're all crunchy and grumpy <laughs> and hot again. Sucks. Exactly. <laughs> so our third episode, this, we're, we're, we're actually doing this. I'm so proud of us. I know. It's kind of cool. I really am enjoying it. I hope that, um, I hope that you, you in, in the world of the unknown listener 
you know, that you're, that you're there, <laughs> that'd be great. But you're enjoying it too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, um... On that note, I may have run out of steam. I may have just had enough petrol to get to this place. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I might just walk out really. in the driveway now. I know, I now have a belly full of pasta bacon. My brain is going. <laughs> yeah, all that digestive, like, sleepiness is going to, oh, it's, it's just going to work. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's really going to rain rain on our podcast uh, vibe. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is the unexpected. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Good night. While I'm away, I write home every day. <laughs> Did you see that Alan Cumming was super excited to have met Johnny Young when he was in Adelaide for the Cabaret Festival? No, I didn't know. That did make me laugh. I was like, that was really cute. And he went up to Coobapedia. I was so, I was so happy for him. I'd love to go to Coobapedia. I want to buy an oak. I might. I have an ex-girlfriend from years ago. And she would do some life modeling for artists around Adelaide. And she says she met Johnny Young <laughs> and she was completely naked at the time. <laughs> she was like lounging on this chair lounge being painted. And some of the artists was like, Oh, a friend of mine's here. I just need to go stop and talk to them. With Johnny. Um, and they came in and then it was like, she was like, why do I know that guy? <laughs> and he left and she was like, he looks so familiar. And the artist was like, oh, that's sorry, that's Johnny Young. <laughs> awesome. I, I do love those people who are really, really famous to a certain group of people, but not to anybody else. I mean, that pretty much goes for everybody yeah. who's famous because of TikTok and yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Twitch. No idea who any of those people are. But, you know. Well, that's the thing I remember, like, I remember seeing this woman in, at the Punners Club years and years ago, and she was like, and I couldn't place her, and like I was staring really intently at her because I was thinking, why she's, you know, she's so familiar. I feel like I why do I know this person? person? Yeah, right. Because like, we've been to a party, we've been to have we had coffee together. I feel that we've kind of connected in some way. Maybe go to my uni. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, and I felt really bad because I think she kept seeing me looking at her and probably getting a bit annoyed. And then I went, oh, she's on Neighbours. She- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did that one. So I Someone, like, That's um, what it is. I was. Uh, and then I've you know, overcome with a wall of shame as I realised I've just been sort of totally just trying to place her. Oh, I don't think that, that shame is not earned. It's, it's unfortunate. So I was, um, I'd been to the NGV, to the Trainial, and I was crossing back over the bridge and I'd, I'd had all of this wonderful art in my head and I was feeling very like sort of full of experiences and, and emotions and stuff. And then I walked past this guy and I suddenly went, oh, 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 and pointed. And he heard me and he turned around. I went, I know you. I know you. I know your face. And then I was like, and he came over, bless him. He came over to say hello to, hello to me. And I said, you know, I was thinking, oh, well, um, I'm, I'll just be, Nice. So I said, I'm Hermione. I'm just going to the NGV. The trainee amazing. And he went, oh, I'm off there to the trainee right now. And I, it's the queue's very long. And I said, oh, no, if you've booked your ticket, you're fine. And, you know, it was really good. And, <laughs> and then at the end, like, so he introduced himself. He said, I'm Michael. And I was like, I was like, I really wish I could tell you where I know you from, but I know you so well. And he said, oh, I was on all these comedy shows that you're far too young to have heard of. And he was from Fast Forward. 
Yeah, right. He's, and Michael. Michael. And then he had Veach. hosted these. Sorry, say that name again. Veach. Michael Veach. Was it Michael like, Veach? He has a weird huggy nose. He, he oh, played one of those. Like, yes, on. lovely. And he played the the um the sort of a bit scary the the flight attendant. But yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to remember <laughs> if he was the one who did that amazing bed sketch with um Marianne Faye, but I don't think it was him in that sketch. I think that was her actual husband. Yeah. That was that other guy. Everybody was yeah, freaking yeah. out on Twitter the other day because somebody put two and two together and realised that Marianne Fahey had dated both Paul Jennings and Morris Gleitzman. So she just like all these people just going, my children's book heroes. And that, it was so cute. <laughs> wow. She goes, she goes, she goes. <laughs> I love Australian comedy. I really do. And like yeah. there's, there's lots of great Australian comedy. Yeah, totally. It's like what what I've been watching Frontline again. Yeah. Because I've been hanging out with my friend, my friend Kevin. He's from America. Oh, we need to talk um, about Kevin. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good movie, that one. It is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've been kind of introducing him to some Australian, um, you know, staples of Australian comedy, like TV. And I was like, oh, if you like Spinal Tap. If you like Best in Show, if you like anything by Christopher Guest, you have to watch. Um, you just have to watch Frontline uh-huh. because all those guys, Rob Sitch, um, you know, and um, the Working Dog Crew, like they idolised um, Christopher Guest to the point where they had um, Harry Shearer was one of the guest stars on Frontline. That makes and, so much sense. Yeah, and they're all you know interconnected and sort of stuff like that, but um. So my, and then my, I'm doing a comedy show tomorrow night and the feature or headline act is Simon Palomares from, um, Acropolis Now. Do you remember that I show? I remember, um, was that the one with, um, Effie? Yeah. Oh, yes, I loved yeah, her. Yeah. What was her name? She, yeah. she was so good. Oh, Tracy Costas. Oh, she, she was so funny. I, I, I have to yeah. look her up. I feel like I'm failing her right now. But yeah, Effie was huge for <laughs> me. And they tried to do a yeah. Kumar's remake, I think, with with that family. But I think it wasn't quite as successful right. as the, you know, the Kumar's, Kumar Kumar's. Oh my god. Yeah. Mary Custis. Mary Custis. Mary Costas. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Costas. Yeah. And just, but, yeah, so Simon, Simon is one of the characters from Acropolis now. Ah. And so I'm sort of interested because my friend Kevin, I'll say, like, we're going to meet up for a swim tomorrow night before the show because um, there's a really cool pool um, um, kind of a few suburbs away. It's like an indoor pool. Is, really is cool. it as cool as a school pool? <laughs> Cooler than a school pool. No, no <laughs> fools go to the school. Yeah, that's it. Rules. We'll play. We can even play pool at the school. Can we play balls? (laughs) (laughs) Don't be a tool. (laughs) Yeah, this is the kind of comedy gold you can expect from us. Wait, wait, what are we doing? (laughs) Yes, wait, what are we doing? You'll be waiting a long yeah, time yeah, to find the, out what are we doing, but we will keep coming the back. Caliber, <laughs> we will. caliber of the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sort of excited because I get to take my friend and say, this guy's a part of Australian comedy history. Not everyone's history, but 
you know, in the 80s, there was this real, um, well, Nick Giannopoulos. Yeah, gave he, birth I to, remember him. He was huge the, on like, Wog, Australian comedy industry. Wog's out of work, like, you know, um, and such a, I actually did a bit of, um, I think I actually got to do a bit of, well, there was like this show, History of, of Australian Comedy, and then my friend had uh, had it on his hard drive and we watched it together. But it, how, it talked about the whole Wog's comedy, Wog comedy phenomenon. <laughs> and it had footage of them selling out, you know, at these theatres in Ligon Street and stuff. You mean like selling out as in selling products or selling out venues? Selling out venues. Oh, cool. There's so, a very important yeah. distinction yeah. culturally there. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, was just, I was just trying to make sure I was understanding the, the vibe. It's the vibe, Marbo. Because, yeah, like, there's a vibe of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, it's, I'm going to have to edit this if we don't stop because you and I don't stop till we get enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I think once the pressure of the recording was off, we we kind of loosened up a bit. Yes. <laughs> so it's still recording, though. Oh, yes, it's that. still recording. But I'm watching the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to stop. Yeah, of course. <laughs> because I don't want to have too much work to do to cut it down. I don't want to cut it. I don't want to cut it at all. I mean, I okay. want to cut its umbilical cord so that it can go out into the world and then I can, you know, after birth, the placenta onto the ground in my room. Not really. <laughs> that got that dark quickly. <laughs> yeah, do you get, that we really went somewhere, though. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, placentas are amazing things. They are a bit. I've seen one up close. They look very um alien. They do, don't they? I don't imagine yeah. wanting to eat it, but I can imagine planting it under a tree. I think that's very nice. I haven't kept the anyway. I don't really want to talk about this. I didn't mean to. I just I find the whole you can't talk about birth really unless you're gonna talk about the placenta, but perhaps we don't need to do either. I should probably just yeah. go and watch something. <laughs> go and watch something like James A. Castor on Bake Off again. Or something like that, yeah. Of course. Well, I'll watch that first and then I'll watch something else. Probably Beat. Yeah. Probably Acropolis now. <laughs> <laughs> or Big Girls Blouse, they're that great sketch with the, I just ran over a greenie. Oh, stop complaining. That was unleaded petrol. I ran. <laughs> I remember that. That's great. That was so good. All right. Magda, we love right. you. Yes, Jane, we, we love do. you. Gina, we love you. Other Jane, we love you. Margaret, That's right. we love you. We love them all, don't we? We love our baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yay. So, uh, are we like, do we just stop the recording? I, well, chat, well, I think we should just say, I mean, I think we need to say something to to really give it the wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Um. Good night, Australia. Good night, Australia. Now, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> end. I'm gonna yeah. press end. I love you. Yeah. Get racked. <laughs> I'll call you on the phone. Bye. Okay. Bye.